Like they say, ladies first. Your host also believes in this idea, and here I am. Shocked? Don't worry, he's here too. And how? With a bang. He has brought in some mind-tingling content for you this time, and with this, namaskar and welcome to the fourth episode of Ninety Nine Percent Tripping. And we are very sorry for the delay of this release, as you know, girls take a lot of time. <laughs> no. On a serious note, the topic you will be hearing today needed a lot of research and fact accumulation because it's all about universe and you know how big it is. Unimaginable, right? Ashwin, as I now call him a content geek, is all fired up to give you an exposure to the theory of Fermi paradox. Hmm, big name. Well, in simple words, it's all about the life of the unknown. Do we have aliens? Have we seen them? Are they trying to communicate with us? Are we the only ones listening to this podcast or a parallel universe is also making content on us? So let's hear him out and let's get our brain on the roll. Hello everyone. And welcome to another episode of 99% Tripping. This is the fourth episode. If you're new here, please go back and listen to the previous episodes. We have put out some great content and I hope you'll enjoy it. Well, 99% Tripping recently completed its first month. It's been one month since we started this podcast and it has been great. Um, it has been great, uh, at least for me, because it is teaching me so, ma- so many things uh, other than creating content other than creating original content uh, the important thing that uh, this podcast is teaching me is to be regular which i've never been in my life so uh, i'm trying to catch up with being regular since 99% tripping is has completed its first month we have a surprise for you all which i'll be talking at the end of the episode so stay tuned well we celebrated mother's day on instagram and um, I had three mothers, obviously, and uh, two performers. The two performers were Anitya and Deepika. So Anitya and Deepika, if you are listening to this episode, thank you for performing on such a short notice. It was great. Uh, it was such a good show because of you both. And the three guests. First up, I had my cousin sister. She's a commercial tax officer. She told us how it is tough to maintain a balance between work and life and also give a few tips for future mothers. Next up, I had uh, Sunena. Sunena is my friend. We used to study together in Delhi. She's a recent mother. She was shy at first to come up and uh, to come online live and speak speak to us. But somehow I convinced her and thank you Sunena for uh, coming live. She uh, told us an interesting thing of how it feels to be on the other side now that she was the one uh, sending all those uh, Mother's Day wishes and now she's on the other side receiving uh, Mother's Day wishes. So that was quite interesting. Lastly, and not the least, I had my mother. Um, It got quite emotional. And also I had a quiz for her, which was very interesting. And also me and my sister had baked the cake for her. So it was fun. And for people who are asking uh, where the video is, I'm sorry, guys, I couldn't save it. And um, don't worry, we are going to come more live now. We have uh, something planned and uh, we are working on it. 
coming to today's episode we have a very interesting episode today um this uh, the topic that i'm going to talk uh, about today needed a lot of research needed a lot of reading and uh, consultation actually so um so the topic that we are going to talk about is fermi paradox fermi paradox is all about aliens life and um, the most important thing about this paradox is the question of where is everybody so let's begin then close your eyes and imagine you're standing under a night sky which is full of stars what is the first thing that comes to your mind are you in complete awe looking at the beauty of the cosmos well you have to be the cosmos is really beautiful or are you imagining of traveling to some star someday well on an average you can see 2000 to 2500 stars in one night that's not even 1% of how many stars there are out there let's do some math let's take all the grains of sand that is there on every beach on this earth out of all the sand let's consider only one grain so for every grain there are 10000 stars and for every grain of sand there are 100 earth like planets let's be more speculative for every grain of sand there is one planet with life on it boom what a mind blowing fact right for every grain of sand that is there on every beach on this earth there is a planet with life on it think about it next time when you visit some beach think of another aspect that i am going to tell you now our earth is only 4.6 billion years old whereas the galaxy that is milky way galaxy is 13.8 billion years old and how much time did it take for life to develop we humans are very new it is just that we are here from 50000 years so only in 50000 years we have developed from a simple organism to a complex multicellular organism so there was enough time for life to develop in other part of our galaxy still we don't see anything it gets more strange think of another aspect that i'm going to tell you there is a scale called kardashev scale so the kardashev scale it groups all the civilization intelligent civilization into three groups based on how they use the energy or how they produce the energy so we need energy to work basic science so the type 1 civilization a type 1 civilization is the one which will use all the energy that is there on its planet so is earth a type 1 civilization no not yet according to carl sagan we are still 0.7 on the scale so we need another 200 to 300 years for us to become a type 1 civilization a type 2 civilization a type 2 civilization is the one which will use all the energy of its host star so which is our star the sun so when we start using all the energy of our sun directly remember we now use the energy of our sun in the form of sunlight but when we start using the energy of the sun directly we become a type 2 civilization this may sound science fiction but this can happen there is something called a dyson sphere so a dyson sphere is a mega structure which will enclose the sun in that mega structure so when the sun is enclosed in that mega structure 
all the energy of the sun will be sucked out or will be transported to a planet so we saw type 1 civilization which is which will use all the energy on its planet a type 2 civilization will use all the energy of its star let's see how crazy type 3 civilization is so a type 3 civilization is the one which will use all the energy of its galaxy for us when we the earthers start using all the energy of our galaxy then we become a type 3 civilization so again this may sound hard to believe this may sound impossible but this is possible remember nothing is impossible how are we going to become a type 3 civilization there is something called galactical colonization so what happens in galactical colonization is that consider we earthers send a machinery to planet x some planet x so the machinery goes there it stays there it uses all the raw materials of that planet it will develop it will self replicate and this will happen over 500 years once the machinery is completely adapted to that planet x it will send two other machineries by self replicating to planet y so fr from planet x when a machinery is completely developed we send another machinery two machineries to planet y this keeps on happening this is a chain so to colonize one planet we are taking 500 years if you calculate to colonize a whole galaxy we need only 3.75 million years so think of all this aspect now the first aspect that i told about for every grain of sand there is a planet with life on it the second aspect the age of our galaxy compared to the age of our planet there was enough time for life to develop in other parts of our galaxy as well the third aspect the kardashev scale interestingly there are 1000 type 3 civilization in our galaxy alone type 3 civilization a galaxy colonizing civilization in our galaxy alone and how much time does it take to colonize a galaxy merely 3.75 million years still when we think of all these aspects and if our math is right we should have seen aliens and by now we should have detected a a single radio beam or a laser signal or any mode of communication until now but no our space is dead we don't see anything we don't hear anything why is it so this is the fermi paradox the fermi paradox says that though there is so much probability that aliens life should be out there we don't see anything this is the paradox so why is it so the fermi paradox has no answers the fermi paradox only has explanations there are at least 75 explanations for fermi paradox out of them i have chose few which i felt are interesting and relative So let's see the first explanation. The first explanation is the great filter. So what the great filter theory says is that somewhere from a simple single-celled organism to a multicellular organism that we are now, that the complex organism that we humans are now, somewhere there is a stage, there is a filter, there is a wall beyond which life will not develop. so what the great filter says is that after humans 
or a civilization attains a certain level of intelligence the great filter will not allow the life to go forward the important question here or the question which is very important for the fate of mankind is where is the filter are we ahead of the filter or is the filter ahead of us we really don't know let's assess both the aspects let's see both the points first up we may have passed the great filter this might be a probability because see from few years maybe around 50 to 60 years we are trying to develop life in laboratories and all our scientists have found that it is really hard for life to develop and another possibility that this might be true that we may have passed through the great filter is that there is something called rare earth hypothesis according to rare earth hypothesis earth is perfectly placed with respect to the sun earth is neither too close where it would have been too hot for life to develop nor earth is too far from the sun where it would have been too cold for life to develop and also the chemical composition see the big bang happened after big bang happened and when all the gases were cooling down we really don't know how the chemical composition worked for life to develop all the physicists and all the scientists believe that though there are many planets which have earth like conditions still we are lucky enough for that chemical composition to be perfect enough for life to develop so we may be rare we may be first to pass that great filter hence we don't see any alien life well this is strange considering that it is only us humans intelligent in this whole universe next up what if the filter is ahead of us if the filter is ahead of us we are fucked if the filter is ahead of us then this may be the time when we have attained the highest level of intelligence and way forward the life may not develop this might be a possibility why see the next generation the next generation technology that are coming up is mostly based on artificial intelligence so we have heard from many scientists and many great personalities about how worse artificial intelligence may be for example elon musk when he came up on joe rogan's podcast was very apprehensive about the future of artificial intelligence what if the artificial intelligence turns human into a cyborg or what if the robots that are going to be developed in the future destroy their creators that is us the humans or the climate change we are seeing the level of technology the level of uh, growth it is affecting the climate so because there is a climate change we are seeing thousands and thousands of species dying almost every day so what if in future the climate may not be conducive for life to thrive or the corona many are assuming that corona may be a biological weapon developed by china if that is so have we attained that level of intelligence where we are destroying ourselves so is it the time is it now that we have reached the wall of great filter scary isn't it the great filter is the first explanation of fermi the next explanation says that there is one super predator civilization and it destroys all other civilization once they attain a certain level of intelligence this might be a possibility again because see in this vast universe if there is only one civilization like we are finding it tough to search for other civilization 
there may be only one civilization which will destroy all other civilization once they attain a certain level of intelligence this is another explanation moving on some say that it might be that the super intelligent life could have already visited earth before we were here remember as i told you before the life history of human is just from 50000 years we developed into this complex organism only 50000 years ago so what if before we were here any super intelligent civilization visited us this is a possibility if you watch ancient aliens that comes on history tv so ancient aliens this series has given out so many proofs that aliens might have visited us during ancient times if there is one instance that i can tell you about ancient aliens is that the pyramids the pyramids of giza which were built the stones that were used to build that pyramid of giza were not brought from that location they were brought from very far off places but the interesting fact is that to bring all those stones and to place all those stones some advanced technology was used and shockingly no wheels were used to build pyramids remember to drag anything you need a pulley and for pulley you need a wheel to place that stones one above the other accurately is something mind boggling also remember the pyramid of giza is the only ancient wonder which is still intact and also the level of technology used to build the pyramid were well ahead of its time we are still deciphering we are still thinking in this age how the pyramids were built during that ancient time so again this might be a possibility that aliens might have visited us before the next explanation is my favorite one zoo hypothesis so zoo hypothesis theory says that that a super intelligent civilization exists out there and it is simply observing us in this huge zoo built by that alien civilization if you have watched star trek there is a rule called prime directive so what prime directive rule says that you cannot speak to a civilization which is less intelligent than you so maybe that super civilization the super intelligent civilization that we are talking about is observing us with a strict no contact policy it has placed us in simulation here and it is observing us or another possibility this might not be a reality the life we are living is not real and we are living in simulation what if we are just a computer program that is being operated by aliens what if we are just a fertilizers so you never know what the possibilities are so these are some of the possibilities these are some of the explanations of fermi paradox that i thought i'll speak about beyond its shocking science fiction component the fermi paradox also leaves you with a humbling thought when you consider the scale of the universe when you consider the extent of the universe the life of a human is just around 3 seconds and look at us look at us humans in this 3 second we hate we abuse we harass 
the shocking fact is that we are taking everything for granted we think that there is something that is going to save us but but it is us who are going to save ourselves whatever the fact is whatever the answers to fermi paradox is it is quite interesting and it is quite fascinating i don't know what i'm rooting for whether we are the only intelligent civilization in this universe or there is some super predator civilization which is waiting for us to attain a certain level of intelligence and they might visit us the future generations will look at us and they'll be like oh shit they didn't know what was really going on so whatever the truth is the truth is mind blowing so that's all for this episode it was fun to put out all these facts it was the first time i too read about fermi paradox and if you want to read more about it there is a website called wait but why uh, this website has given in detail about the fermi paradox so please go ahead and check it out it is a very interesting theory and everyone should know it this theory in some way answers the question of why we don't see anyone wait we had a surprise right i had a surprise to tell you so the surprise is that 99% tripping is going live on instagram in few days and uh, the page will not only upload all the content uh, that we are doing we have planned of something that is um, during this quarantine time and during this lockdown time i've seen many have started their own instagram pages they are working on so many things and i'm really interested to know the work that you people are doing so i'll be putting up content from your pages if you are interested please send me all the content you want me to upload and uh, i'll be advertising all the content you are doing out there on your pages this will be for free you are not going to pay me anything and uh, we also are planning live interactive sessions with uh, you all who are interested who are sending me content and uh, so that uh, they the people will know what work you are doing uh, and also you can increase your followers base okay so at the end of the episode i have uh, added a short excerpt of cosmos a book by carl sagan this book uh, if you have not read it please go and check it out it is a very interesting book also uh, there is a web series on uh, cosmos which was released simultaneously with the book the excerpt is very interesting it is called pale blue dot so that's it for this episode we'll meet again we'll talk again i'll come up again with some great content see you all wow that was quite brainstorming out there we definitely got some clarifications and answers to the questions on alien life hope you now know what this also oh famous fermi paradox is all about if not ashwin is also uploading his video on igtv at 99% tripping so go follow him check it out and share but before we end this episode as ashwin mentioned about carl sagan earlier there is an excerpt from one of his books which is so enticing to hear so i couldn't let it go just to summarize it for you he says no matter how vast this universe is or how many unknown lives live out there there is no hint of help to save us from ourselves only earth bears life and it's worthy enough to care and preserve our land where we stand the earth and that's the only home we have ever known and with this thought we end this episode 
Hope to connect with you all soon with yet another interesting topic. And if you have any topic that you want to hear from us, do leave us a message. Until then, please do like, share and subscribe to this podcast 99% Tripping and have a great time. From this distant vantage point, the earth might not seem of any particular interest. But for us, it's different. Consider again that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was, lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines, every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there on the mote of dust suspended in a sunbeam. The earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings. How eager they are to kill one another. How fervent their hatreds. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe are challenged by this point of pale light. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our obscurity, in all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit? Yes. Settle? Not yet. Like it or not, for the moment, the Earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known.